by Zora Neale Hurston, and she said, if you are silent about your pain, they'll kill you until you enjoyed it. I have a friend that goes to Morehouse and he was basically telling me about the idea of escapism and we were just, you know, just talking about everything that's going on, like where everybody says that. And it's just like the idea of escapism is that with everything that comes in your life, with everything that causes a disruption, a disturbance, that throws you off balance everybody has a vice, whether it's reading, whether it's sleeping, whether it's watching TV, listening to music, everybody in this world has a vice. So now that we're all, we've been quarantining, we've been restricted for so long, mm -hmm. you get tired of watching TV. You get tired of listening to music. You get tired of reading books. You get tired of just being tired. Like Fannie Lou Hammer, my queen says, she's sick and tired of being tired. Yes. And at some point, you just sit and think. That's all you can do. You can be in your head. And a lot of people, because they don't know who they are and whom they are, it's hard for them to be in their head too long. Mm. If you have no sense of direction, being in your head is one of the most da dangerous things you can do. So you find escapes in, oh, I'm just going to this kickback, or I'm going to do this. And now that the government is telling you you can't do all of that, you don't have a plan B. What can you do? So for me personally, I know one thing that I'm very good at, that's taking a good nap, can't lie. If something's going on wrong in my life, that little nap, ooh, that's my little escape for a couple of hours. But I got tired of just laying down. So I said, let me start working out. I got tired of that, day one. So I said, you know what? Let me just listen to music. It's just, I can't find my escape and I just have to face the reality that I can't, and it also it goes into, you cannot escape your blackness. It's yes. there. We have to address the elephant in the room. A lot of people are trying to escape being black. Mm. They want to escape the, it's the whole idea of you want the rhythm, but can't handle the blues. Yes. You can't escape it. It's right there in front of your face. And that's the whole idea of escapism is just finding that vice. But now that you don't have many different routes to it, it's like, we have to address what is going on. We have to make change. If anything, this is the most active I've seen my generation ever. Yeah. This is the first time in history I will be able to say, like my, when my kids come to me and they have to do a DBQ or a LEQ, and they be like, mom, you know, we were talking about 2020 today. Can you sit down and explain something to me? It's crazy that I will be able to tell them. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that our generation has had that. Like, yes, you know, we have the Black Lives Matter movement. We have the Me Too movement. We have movements, but right here, right now, is literally, my grandmother told me, she was like, it's as if I'm living in 1964 again. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That is just repeating itself. Yep. So this, is this our 1964? Is this what, that picture of the burning precinct, is that going to be in my kids' textbooks? Like, mm -hmm. is that them coming home telling me, mom, you know, is this historically correct? And I'll be able to tell them, like, this is where they're doing a little fabrication. This is where they're not. 
That's so true. Somebody on Twitter said, when my kids ask me about 2020, I'm going to have to pull up a drink first. Yeah, <laughs> I saw them. It's been stressful, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait, but y'all saw that Travis Scott interview from a few years ago? Mm-mm. Not. What happened? I'm going to have to send you the tweet. What, what was he saying? Y'all want me to go find it? Oh, well, he was saying, like, um, like basically saying that black people kind of like put themselves in that situation and we need to stop doing that so it won't keep happening over and over Lil Wayne Wayne. it was coming for Lil Wayne too because he was basically saying how like uh we need to blame ourselves for stuff that's happening and honestly I saw the video and I I'm 50 50 because I agree I understand I feel like where he was coming from with certain stuff but then other stuff I was like no I didn't hear what Lil Wayne said. I just saw one tweet about it, but I wish y'all just stopped asking him about those kind of issues yeah, because people yeah. have said, and I think he's even said it himself, he doesn't really keep up with current events, so like, why do y'all always ask him about current events? And somebody on Twitter was like, he um holding on to that story about that police that saved his life that time mm-hmm, in the house. He yeah. said he holding on to that story like he holding on to the five dreads in his head. I'm like, can y'all stop? Yeah. Y'all the same question every time you know something race related or police brutality related comes up and he's just gonna come with that same story and he's gonna give you all the same answer i'm tired of hearing that story yeah i'm really happy that worked out for him but that one cop and that one experience is not like the end all be all you know for every cop after him or every situation after that one or you know like no so let it go let's let it go now it's time to move forward yeah just to add on to that like people talking Seeing, trying to find insight from celebrities about like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, they don't have a clue what's going on or how to talk about it. Because even how Get Out star Daniel Kaluuya was saying, like, I, "Look, I don't have anything to say, honestly, about what's going on. I just know I want to make my money, and that's it." Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I don't know, you, That's a, that was gonna be my next question. So I saw on, like on Twitter, um, people was like calling out brands like uh, Jackie was calling out Fashion Nova, Pretty Little Thing, Revlon. Um, I know some people was calling out the Kardashians and people who are posting business as usual and not really interacting with the matter at hand. How do you guys feel about those type of those celebrities? Because I know. They have celebrities who just don't care and just like whatever, but then they have people who I know for a fact, like just family members who don't want to post or don't want to say anything because one is just too much for them as a person to handle. And then two is like, they don't want to, I don't know, because I'm, I'm kind of, I feel different about that. Like the quote, the hashtag silence is violence. But, like, how do you feel about, one, the people calling out these people and then the celebrities who are being called out? Like, the Pretty Little Things, Fashion Nova, the Jenners, the Kardashians. I kind of feel like if people want to be, I don't know, I don't know. It depends because I honestly feel like when y'all bully somebody into talking, they're not going to give you the answer that you want to hear. So once they say something... It's like when you're quiet, you're stepping on toes. And then when you say something, you're still stepping on toes. Mm-hmm. And then I heard earlier people was upset because J. Cole wasn't tweeting. And turn out we have a video of him out there with protesters. And it's like, well, see, maybe he's not as silent as we think they are. 
So the silence thing is kind of, it doesn't necessarily mean that people don't feel or that people don't have a point of view on it or it didn't affect them in any way. Mm-hmm. Some people just might struggle when it's, when it's time to like communicate that or express it. I kind of feel like that about the silence, but I don't know. I kind of understand not wanting to jump to have an answer right away for every situation because mm-hmm. you might talk and then you might end up changing your point of view later on yeah. down the line or like I said, people bully you and now you say something and you stepped on everybody's toes and I don't know. I kind of feel like it it just depends because mm-hmm. those white people, like they were saying, those white, we got white women out here that literally have this fetish for black men yeah, and they love people. talking about black men when it's just kind of something that's working in their favor and now that black men or black people in general really going through it right now, that now y'all are silent. Mm-hmm. So it's like them loud people that want to be quiet, like pick this time to be quiet, that mm-hmm. I, I have a problem with because you have no problems communicating or expressing your thoughts or the way you feel or how something has affected you, whatever. Right. So it just depends, honestly, on the person, in my opinion. This situation is multifaceted. Very much so. Because, like, there are the types of people that want people to say something about this and that, but there are the people that don't want you to say something, but yet show it through your actions. And mm-hmm. this is, like, the crossroads of where celebrities are caught. Because if they say something, they might think they're doing good, but other people might be like, oh, that's racially charged, that's triggering, this and that, like Madonna's Black Sun dancing. Mm. She ain't mean no harm by it, but people took it that way. And Because he looked like um, a character, like a Jim Crow yeah. character. I don't mean no harm. It, that really did not sit well with me at all. It I don't wasn't. Like what, what about it was beneficial? I mean, I don't know. I This could be something that he does every night, dancing in the kitchen with Michael Jackson. I mean, mm. how are we supposed to? I don't. I just don't see where. It came. I didn't see the video. I didn't see the purpose of it. There was no, like, there was no purpose for it. So, like, okay, I really wait. feel like that was the wrong thing to do. Like, if you want to support, you're gonna have to support using your voice. Don't use the black son that you adopted as a martyr. Oh, that's how okay. I felt about it. Okay, I did not appreciate okay. it at all. Well, okay. Got to take into consideration that these celebrities aren't the smartest individuals in the world. <sighs> say that <laughs> yeah no but that's actually very true and this is not their like they be wanting people like who posted something was it Heidi Klum with all the hands talking about unity and diversity and everybody got mad at her because they felt like what she posted didn't carry enough weight this is not Heidi Klum's you know area of expertise they right. want a, a Angela Davis post you know answer <laughs> or whatever or a James Baldwin answer from her and baby, she let her model, let her do what she exactly. do. Exactly, and it's all been with Jackie Anna. The whole thing with Jackie Anna with the makeup. It was just for me. I like yeah. what Jackie Anna did. I watch her like that is my good sis, my good queen. She's the only reason why I know how to contour. I must say, but I don't know what. Okay, there's a difference. Like getting your money. Like I understand contractually. We have to also realize contractually speaking, a lot of these celebrities can't say what they want as much as a lot of people sign NDAs a lot of people are censored because of their contracts so they can't move how they want because of these contracts so I have to take that into consideration but if people feel so whole like also we have to take into consideration people have a right to change people have a right Mm -hmm. to grow people have a right to learn from past ignorant comments Mm -hmm. and I had to learn 
to grow and own my blackness. I didn't think, I thought I was already like, you know, I'm black, I'm that chick, I'm that girl. And then I walk in a situation where it's like, you're the only black girl in the room. Yeah. So how black are you? How are you going to represent yourself in yeah. this sitting, in this fashion? Right. And for Jackie Ina, let's be real. She had a contract. I'm pretty sure she had a contract with Fashion Over not too long ago. But then, you know, once you're in the industry long enough, you learn to certain things and you learn about principalities and people's mm-hmm. ethics. And she has a right to grow. She has a right to use her platform for that. My issue is if you know contractually speaking, you can't say much, just donate in peace. They can't knock you for donating and they can get a tax write-off for it. Let's be real. Let's be really economically truthful here. These celebrities, when they donate and they put on their taxes, they donate. (laughs) That's better for them. And it looks good on their part. So if they're smart, they're going to donate in peace and not pull out, oh, let me make sure my son is dancing to some Michael Jackson in the kitchen because this is going to look cute for the Black folks. Madonna, take your seat, read the room, go sit down. I don't support it. But if you're seriously passionate about something like this, you wouldn't even be tied or connected with something that silences you. That's if you're passionate about it, you know? You Mm -hmm. wouldn't want to be tied to that. But I forgot, something else I was about to say, I forgot. Oh, about Jackie Ina. But that goes back to what I was saying, that these are brands that are usually very loud. Like I said, when it's convenient for them. That's why she was pressuring them to say Mm -hmm. something now. Because these are brands that loud regarding what they take from us, how they use it to their benefit, and you know what how they how what they make off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, their whole a lot of their brand comes from black culture. And if it wasn't for black culture, their brand wouldn't be what it is now. So mm-hmm. that's why she was saying, like, well, are y'all gonna say something? Because y'all are very loud when it's convenient for y'all and now that it, things are getting a little shaky, things are getting rocky, you're not heading in a good direction, you you're quiet. But Jackie, I not feel like what she did was badly because these are brands yeah. that contribute from black culture over and over again, and they deserve to get called out because now it's not the time for them to be quiet. Exactly. It's not. I agree with um, two things that Paris actually said. One, like, I've always, that's why I chose to go to HBCU because I felt as though, like, I was out of touch with my own blackness. Like, Mm-hmm. It, it always been that because I always went to like the good schools or that was very racially diverse and it wasn't until I got like into like the kid system that I realized oh there's a lot that I'm missing I'm not as black as I thought I was but you know but it's more than just being like oh I was doing non-black thing it's more like I would I didn't feel the power that was my black skin I just mm-hmm. knew that I was black you know but there's power that comes with being in his skin and so yeah. I feel as though being in a black community and going to like a majority black school and just makes me reminds me of that and that's why I'm it makes me work hard, you know. Because mm-hmm. I have because um, I have to represent and also I feel as though celebrity anybody with platforms, anybody with influence should not be silent. Even if you may not have the smartest response, you might not have the uh, award-winning Nobel Peace Prize speech, yeah. but you have more power than the masses. It can only take 10 of you to really start something, to really make an impact. And all you have to say is a couple of words. Yep. And so I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have influence, use your influence to make a change. And if 
you're not choosing to use that, then you're just choosing to be neutral is not helping anybody but yourself, and that's selfish. I just have one point that, that um you brought up, Chris, about you like being your blackness being amplified at a HBCU. I feel the complete opposite being at a PWI. I was gonna speak on it. Because I feel like, if anything, my blackness has been amplified by a hundred, magnified, whatever. Because, yeah, I'm, I've grown up in New Orleans, part of the culture, the band culture, Mardi Gras parades, like, that's so cultural, culturally rich. Like, I took all of that for granted while I was here because of the around. Mm. But then when I get put into a demographic where it's just mainly white people, it makes you think, like, dang, where are my people at? And you know that, learning about more people. What were you saying? No, that, I'm sorry to cut you off. That makes me think of uh, Claudia Rankin. She said, you feel most black when um, you're thrown against a sharp white background. So I, under, I understand that. I understand where you're coming from with that. So, okay, well, that was amazing, guys. Thank you for being here. Before we go, can you let people know where, you know, to follow you on all social media platforms? I was just about to do that. And, yeah, so, um, Taj? Um, mine is at Blues Clues, you heard? Blues, but with two zeros. <laughs> Everything else is spelled the same. Underscore in between blues and two. Okay, T, you go. Okay, so my Snapchat is a little ratchet, so I'm not going to put that out there. That's just one of them, like, keep that to myself. But my Twitter is a little professional. So we is little baby underscore T, but replace the A with a V. So I was that little child in school that replaced all her A's with a V. <laughs> Instagram. Uh, Insta, Insta, is it the same thing? No, Insta is baby, replace A with a V, dot T. Okay, Chris. Uh, you know, follow me on the gram at xxcondolence, xx. It's my performance name, so check it out. Releasing some new music, cover soon. Been yeah. working hard at it. So, I was going to add it, Taj. I'm, I'm a, when I edit, I'm going to add <laughs> Um, Paris? Um, okay, so on, on Twitter, it's the score. Then it's Paris Dominic, D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K. And then on Instagram, it's Paris Dominic, Dennis underscore. Okay. And you can follow me on Instagram at YBG the Black Twee. That's the Instagram for the podcast. And my personal Instagram is twee.on. So that's T-H-U-Y-Y dot A-N-H-H. And follow me on Twitter at TweetTweetX. T-H-U-Y-T-H-U-Y-X. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys for being here. It was amazing sure discussion. Is. Thank all y'all for y'all, like, really input. input. Yeah. I know for me, like, I was not able to sleep. Like, I was up all night. I literally just went to sleep at, like, maybe, like, one something. And then when I woke up, I came up with this idea. That's why y'all was complaining about how I texted late. Like, I literally just came up with this idea today. So, yeah, I needed this for me personally. I need to talk to, like, my fellow peers because I'm like, yo, Twitter is going crazy. Instagram is going crazy. And I was like, I just need to 
feel y'all energy and where y'all at on the topic. So, yeah, thank you for being here. Do anyone want to say anything else? Closing thoughts. Thank you for inviting me, Tuyan. I love yeah, I appreciate issue with you guys. Y'all had like, like like great points of view. I loved it. This was very eye opening. This is very enriching. I really enjoyed myself because I was sitting here like I'm just gonna internalize this and pray <laughs> and pull out because you know your mama love to pull out just pray, girl. I'll be try- I'll be trying, but oof. I just want to say protect your energy mm-hmm. and continue to heal. Take this time, this quarantine. I have an extended quarantine time, so I'm gonna take this time to heal. Yeah, love y'all existence. Yes. So, thank you guys for coming, and yeah, stay safe, stay blessed, keep it cool, keep it light, keep it simple. Oh, I thought Chris had something. Oh, Chris, you had something to say? Oh, well, no, I was just just saying it was cool listening to all y'all, you know, I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, yeah, you know, support me. YBD. YBD. And Gifted Podcast. I'm like, you know, it's going to be a great podcast, you know. Yes. Thank you.